0: for midwest guys presents what is up all my fellow movie bros And let me tell you last night was definitely one i did not see coming and i don't think you saw coming either and if you say you saw coming i'm telling you right now you're a liar That's right, there were sweeps, there were shocks, and there were snubs, and let me tell you, we're going to get to the biggest shock of the night at the end of the show, but right now, your bro's got to give a shout out to the one award that he has been hoping for since he started this season, that's right, on his 21st nomination, Mr. Kevin O'Connell has finally won his first Oscar, after being nominated consistently since 1983, course that means he's had a couple years off here and there doesn't matter never won until now if that means that the bro is off on his predictions then so be it because mr o'connell has finally won for sound mixing yeah on top of that there is a big bit of controversy in the sound mixing category just the night before with that 13 hours the untold story of the Benghazi soldier story well Turned out, a lot of people were wondering how that movie snuck into sound mixing, and it had to do with the nominee of that film, Mr. Greg P. Russell, who ironically was actually a collaborating mixer of Kevin O'Connell's for a long period of time. In fact, they kind of split ways, it seems, after 2007, when they both last got nominated for Transformers together. Well, apparently, Mr. Russell took it upon himself to individually call every member of the sound mixing branch and ask, hey, have you seen the film? Have you checked it out? Hey, have you heard about this film? Have you checked out my work? Which apparently is a violation of the Academy's campaigning policies in which no member of the voting board is allowed to be individually called before the nominations are released. Mr. Russell should have known that, violated the policy. 13 Hours is still a nominee, but his name was removed from the nominee list as of last night if you watched it closely. So of course, with Mr. Kevin O'Connell winning Best Sound Mixing for Hacksaw Ridge, that means the bro got it wrong when he was calling La La Land to win for Best Sound Mixing because I thought, hey, musical, it's going to win there, right? I've never been so happy to be wrong in my life. Which also means that since I thought the love was going to go to Hacksaw Ridge in sound editing, I got sound editing wrong, which meant another one of my close personal love's arrival took home an award as well. So the love was definitely spread out last night, and we'll look at a few other categories where the love was spread as well. Particularly in film editing, which Hacksaw Ridge surprisingly got a win over as well. Now, I was either going to call between Arrival or La La Land. Those were the two films that were going to be the strongest predictors as they both won the American Cinema Editor Award. However... With Hacksaw Ridge winning, that meant that there was definitely a sign of weakness for La La Land's streak. And for the longest time that night, we did not see one win for La La Land. Until production design came along, and that began the first win of its night. Moving on to another category that was pretty difficult to predict, which is costume design. Now your bro thought it was going to come down to was going to be a potential sweeper that night with La La Land, or if was going to go for the period film and Jackie. I did not see Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them Coming, which this marks the first film of the Harry Potter franchise to win an Oscar, even though Harry Potter wasn't really in it, so well, take it for what you will. However, that meant another sign of weakness for La La Land as well. If it couldn't upseat Jackie and the movie that won was something that didn't even win the Costume Designers Guild Award, actually, when Fantastic Beasts was nominated for Best Fantasy Film Design, That actually lost out to Doctor Strange. So I thought those chances were kind of dead in the water. I didn't see it coming. Who did? Moving on to Best Hair and Makeup. Now, seeing as how there are only three nominees in that bunch. And I thought the race came down to either Star Trek Beyond or Suicide Squad. Your bro's hopefulness of Star Trek Beyond pulling out a win here. Kind of got the better of him. And of course, he should have expected it to go to the movie that made twice as much as the other one. That's right. Suicide Squad won. Looking back on it. Well designed film, had some pretty capable stuff. But I thought the design of Star Trek Beyond was a lot more intricate, served a lot more purpose to the story, especially that particular alien whose head kind of opened up from the back. A little plot point there. If you haven't seen the movie, not going to tell you much more, check it out. But it was definitely one that was really worth it. So that was another one the bro lost. Missed hair and makeup, missed sound mixing, missed sound editing, missed costumes, missed film editing. And that was pretty much it. Everything else, the bro called straight down the middle. Song, score, cinematography, production design, adapted screenplay, original screenplay, animated film, supporting actress, supporting actor, actress, actor, director. And then came what we never thought we would see, which is the biggest WTF moment of the Academy Award. How do you mess up announcing what wins best picture? Wow. So, I thought it was going to go to La La Land. It was going to win seven. Even the announcer said this is the seventh win for La La Land. Announced the other awards it won. The producers got up on stage. They started thanking their respective family members, their peers and everything. And then all of a sudden, you see the stage managers rush out. And they're, they don't pull the microphone away. They're talking to the other people that just gave the speeches. And next thing you know... The lead producer of La La Land comes back to the microphone, looks right out at the audience and says, Moonlight won. I'm not kidding. Moonlight, come on guys, get up here. You won Best Picture. And he holds up the envelope that shows Moonlight for Best Picture and lists the producers right underneath. And everyone just collectively went, when did Steve Harvey announce Best Picture? It was insane because everybody by that point has either written off the Oscars, they tuned out, they weren't watching, and they just thought, eh, hey, we know what's going to happen. Oh, no, you didn't. Because your bro didn't see it coming, you didn't see it coming. And I doubt anyone else saw it coming, that anyone was going to mess up the big one of the night. That was something that you think the Academy was going to be safe about and not screw up? Oh, man, could it have ever been wrong? Kept you on your toes, gave you something to talk about, and I hate to say it, for the first time, has actually made it interesting. Is it a pl- But here's another question to think about, Now that you kind of play the events back in your mind and think about how it all went down and think about how, well, maybe they were kind of downplaying the politics and everything, which they did, kudos to them, wasn't a lot of big political moments. If there weren't during the speeches, I didn't really hear a lot of them because, I hate to say, I was talking with a bunch of my friends during the time. That said, a lot of the speeches from the actors were very well done, by Ola Davis in particular. But back to the original question, was it truly a mistake? What do you think? Because you have the firm of Price Waterhouse Cooper who have been doing this for decades. They have safety regulations in play. They know this sort of stuff. They don't just send someone out on stage with the wrong envelope. But lo and behold, if you do the zoom-ins and everything, Warren Beatty is looking at the envelope that says, Actress in a Leading Role. So he intentionally went out there with the envelope. But on the other hand, as I was saying about the politics being downplayed, when you have something announced as the winner, that was the sweeper, that everybody thought was going to get in, and the next thing you know, You've got the underdog, the one that was more of the champion of the lower urban class, about the gay community, something that has never been done before with the story of Moonlight. And the next thing you know, there's the surprise. The producer of La La Land, after giving his speech, has to turn to the producers of Moonlight and say, You guys won. Come up here for your moment. You want to talk about something that you got... I can't even fathom that because if it was all a ruse that means they knew this ahead of time and they planned this whole thing. However, if they didn't, that's got to say something to those producers of La La Land that they are incredibly humble and they have actually... they got up there they had their moment and they thought that was their big crowning achievement. They actually were talking about how it was great to dare to dream and then... They had that dream literally taken away from him right there. I can't even fathom that. I mean, because if your bro had to go up there on stage and hold that award, he was so excited. That's the one thing he's always wanted in his life. And someone comes right up to him and says, no, it's not yours. Gotta admit, that's going to be really heartbreaking for you there. But those producers, they handled it with class. Even though your bro's not a fan of La La Land, I gotta give it to you guys. That was very classy of y'all, and I'm happy. Better film one Best Picture, even though you guys from La La Land have my mad respect for having that moment up there on stage. So here's a question. Was it a stage moment, or was it an actual screw-up? Because wasn't the first screw-up that night, during the in-memoriam, when they announced costume designer Jeanette Patterson had passed away and didn't even use her actual picture. They used the picture of the producer, not her. Pretty interesting. So, I wonder how many people can get fired in one night. The show definitely had some technical snafus, quite possibly the biggest one of the night, but made for a very interesting night. And frankly, I think the love got spread out pretty well. The bro was a little upset that some of his movies like Hell or High Water and Lion went home empty handed, but there's a lot of love that went around. I'm glad to say. La La Land didn't sweep, which also means that the movie that set the record for the most Academy Award nominations actually didn't win Best Picture. So if you think about it, it did set a record, but not exactly the type of record it was expected to set. Well, I think that about covers the Oscars for right now. It's definitely been one hell of a year. We saw a movie that pretty much seemed unstoppable get stopped right at the end. Wins practically everything, and next thing you know, BAM! A little bit of surprise from the underdog in the end. Your bros happy to see Moonlight pull out the win? And I definitely think this is one of the more exciting years, which goes to show, don't ever tune out of the Oscars, because even at the last minute, they can pull out a surprise on you. So, till then, it's about time we get out and enjoy some more popcorn films. Summer flicks are coming up, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2 coming out. We're going to have a whole bunch of other fun films. And then at the end of the year, it's back to the award bait stuff. You know your bro's going to be in training for that. Oh, I nearly forgot. How many did the bro get right this year? Well, the 19 categories, foreign film, documentaries, and shorts not counting. Because I can, I can never predict them well. Your bro predicted 13 of the 19 categories. It's about a 65% average, which means your bro definitely needs to get back into training and watch what's going on. Or... Even if he does, he still doesn't know what the hell's going on as this year has proven. Still going to keep an eye out. Still going to check out all those films. And I will see you all next season. And until then, the brokeny is closed!